Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Thursday, the 11th of June. The purpose of this bulletin, as always, is to try to keep you abreast of what's happening in unexpectedly positive or negative ways in the data from the world's major economies. Today was a quiet day for data, with a single surprise and four shocks. The Coldwater Global Shocks and Surprises Index was almost unchanged at plus 0.19. In other words, the distribution of shocks and surprises was 0.19 standard deviations positive, bent towards surprises, based on a normal distribution around a zero average. Asia and the US are positive, but Europe remains negative. In the US, there was little to excite. The major release was Major's PPI, but both the 0.4% month-on-month rise in final goods prices and the 0.1% fall in core prices, ex-food and energy, were within consensus range. However, I do want to draw your attention to the continuing relative strength of capital goods compared to the consumer goods they produce. In May, consumer goods prices, ex-food and energy, rose 0.1% month-on-month, but capital goods rose 0.2%. So there was a slight rise in the capital goods terms of trade. This relative strength of capital goods pricing is not confined to the US. We're seeing, seeing it even more dramatically in Japan, where hiding in the detail of May's PPI was the news that capital goods ter- goods terms of trade relative to consumer goods was up 4% year-on-year, to the highest that it's been since 2004. If the world is really plunging into a record-breaking recession, then at this point, the world would be suffering a gross overhang of unwanted capacity, and offloading that capacity would be undermining capital goods prices dramatically. That's what happens in a recession. There is simply no sign at all that this is happening anywhere in the world. Rather, capital goods prices are rising relative to consumer goods prices, which historically has tended to happen when growth or inflation, most likely inflation, is on the rise. In Asia, Japan's Business Outlook Survey for the second quarter threw up some interesting issues. The net view of current business conditions was sharply negative, with a net 47.6% of businesses saying conditions were bad. That's down 37.5 points from the first quarter. Manufacturers fell 35.1 points to net minus 52.3, and non-manufacturers fell 38.7 points to minus 45.3. However, the survey also suggests a degree of optimism about how this crisis plays out, The proportion thinking things will be continue to be bad in the third quarter falls to a net 6.6%, and for the fourth quarter there's a net positive reading of 2.3%. But before we start over-interpreting these results, I want to draw your attention to the amount of uncertainty, or even blindness, which this survey shows. I've talked before about the unprecedented opacity of economic data that's been a side effect of COVID-19. Over the last four weeks, for example, 56% of the economic data I track has arrived more than a standard deviation away from where it was expected to be. Japan's BSI survey suggests that it's not just economists who can't get a handle on what's happening, neither can business. 
large companies saying they simply don't know about current conditions came to 12.4%, 10.9% of manufacturers and 13.2% of non-manufacturers saying they just don't know. As for the next quarter, 38.7% say they don't know what's going to happen. And further out, there's even more uncertainty, with 49% not knowing what conditions are likely to be in the fourth quarter. Now, this level of uncertainty isn't usual. In the first quarter, general uncertainty was running at only 6.4%. In 4Q last year, only 6%. How does the general situation compare with the great financial crisis? Then, the general pessimism maxed out in the first quarter of 2009 at minus 51.3, with expectations sharply negative for the next two quarters. This time, the situation is assessed slightly less negative at minus 47.6, while expectations are still slightly negative for the first quarter out, they turned positive for two quarters out. But there was nothing like the degree of uncertainty then. Then, only 1.7% were uncertain about current conditions and 17.2% about what would happen next quarter. Right now, 12.4% are uncertain about conditions and 38.7% don't know what next quarter is going to be like. Such uncertainty suggests that the path out of economic lockdown is going to be volatile, either up or down. Since Japanese business doesn't really have a good feel for the near future, it's likely decisions on business strategy, investment, payrolls, advertising, pricing, inventories, cash holdings, balance sheet management are all probably being deferred until the smoke clears. When they get some visibility and we get some visibility, we have to expect a flurry of decisions, either for good or bad, which will determine the volatility of whatever happens next. Well, that's it for the day. Thank you for listening. And if you got something out of it, please help spread the word about the bulletin. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, then please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.